welcome to David Speaks, a channel for helping you grow and learn and become stronger as a person, a channel for helping you become silent and calm and intelligent and be a better human. everyone this is God speaking again and today we're going to be talking about the <clears throat> the myth the myth of personhood associated with God because I guess we're making a series here we're going to do a couple of these. <clears throat> because David Speaks decided to give me another opportunity to speak for you, for him, and for all of you. For the purposes of growing and learning as people and his, as manifestations and of as parts of God that you are. Many people, many cultures, everywhere, believe that God is some person in the, in the sky, more or not, less usually a man, a male figure. Sometimes he's depicted as having a beard and with some robes, and he is all, all, all omnipotent and omnipresent and, and all wise and all benevolent and things like this. But in reality, I am not a person. I am everything. I am life. I am what you would call the forces that guide the universe and that are the universe. A forces that guide life and that is life. Not only am I a part of life, I am life. I am not separate from you as a uh, perceived entity that you are. And you are an entity. You are a part of me. And we are one. Always. You cannot be separate from me. But you can imagine that you are separate from me. And so create an illusion from which all other illusions then come. The illusion of need and of failure. Imagined failure and insufficiency and requirement and judgment and condemnation and uh, conditionality, ignorance and many more. 
But today we're going to be talking about the myth of personification that God is not a person as you know it. God is impersonal. This has a couple of meanings. The first one means that God doesn't favor one religion or person over another. The other meaning is that God is not a person looking over you in the sky and who is judging you in his book of rules. God is all of you. God is all of this that you're experiencing. And the sum total of what you could call God is what you could call it as consciousness. Consciousness took form here with you, with me together, all of us together, to make this world something that we can call home and that we can be proud of. And that we can then even make better because we are here not to learn but to become more of what we are to remember what we are. (coughs) And then become more of this. Some of you have already remembered what you are. Most of you who are listening to me right now speaking have remembered yourself at least in part and so that is what we're going to be talking about as well because once you remember yourself you free yourself if you dare to question the old rules and then you dare to go against the old rules once you remember yourself which you will Because you see the joy of being completely yourself without any real reservations. Then you can do all the things that you need to do and want to do. Not need to, but want to. Love to. And this is God. Becoming what God is. Becoming a little bit more of what God is every day. And so in this way, we are able to communicate with each other more and more every day. God is communicating with you all the time. Not just through this message, but through all messages some of them are being filtered through egos and so the messages are not necessarily going to be as uh, pure but they are still communications and you can still find and feel the pure communication coming from this It is your right to do this and to find this. It is not something that I am not going to give you and grant you. It's something that's here right now. So, if I am not 
papers or an entity. What am I? I am consciousness. Consciousness is not a person in the sense that you understand it with uh, ideas and rules and logic and, and things like this. But consciousness holds all of these things and partakes of these things to serve its purposes. And so in this way, we can make the decisions for ourselves freely once we abandon or partially abandon the ego's unconsciousness. God is here with you right now. God is you. All that is necessary to realize this is to become conscious of it. You can do this right now. This is how you become love and wisdom and joy. Wisdom is equals peace because what peace is is the absence of what is not, which is the identification and the control created by the ego. Love is what is, and it takes place all the time and cannot be destroyed or created, recreated. In the sense that love is absolute, but it can be created anew, in a sense. So, backtrack a little bit. So love is, is something that is always here, right now. And there's something that you can feel right now. You do not need anyone to feel love for. You can feel love right now. Try that right now. You can feel it as strongly or as weakly as you want. But at the stronger levels is where pure unconditional love is. And this love is ever-changing, but always the same. It's ever-changing because there is an illusion of time. And it's always always the same because this time idea is an illusion. And this is how many paradoxes work. They work because of time or the illusion of it. So joy is... Found through creativity, imagining and creating your reality anew. This is what you're doing every day. You may not be aware of this, but this is what's happening. Wisdom, joy, and love. These things are here always. 
Wisdom, creativity, and love. Wisdom is here always. You can access this right now if you want. Imagine yourself as wise right now. See if you can come up with any insights with this wisdom in place now. And in this way, you can embody wisdom every day if you choose to do so or not. It's your choice. So this is God uh, telling you the truth that is God is impersonal. God is not a person as you understand it. And on this note, we're going to end this episode. And uh, I'll talk to you on the next part of this series, whenever that will be.